Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And welcome to a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Thank you for all of the condolences from uh, people saying sorry about the Chiefs. But i got to tell you something, you know. Uh, normally, as I would be uh, crestfallen, normally as I would be uh, soul, you know, after a soul-crushing season-ending defeat of your favorite team, uh, you know, you wake up the next morning, you're like, I don't want to go to work, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, no, not so much. Uh, they, I think the teams that really wanted to win yesterday won their games. I think the Chiefs, uh, very simply, they uh, thought they put them away in the first half, 21-3, to went into uh, the locker room, probably a little bit pumped up on themselves, uh, part of the hype and everything, and then uh, they got their clocks cleaned in the second half. And don't blame it all on Patrick Mahomes. His offensive line had a gigantic deal to do with it. He wasn't being offered any protection in the, in the second half. That said, I will tell you I'm glad for Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a really cool town. I lived in Fort Thomas, Kentucky, right across the river. When I first moved to Cincinnati, thought it was a little uptight, and then I learned to love the city. It's a great city, regardless of how you feel about Cincinnati chili. And I love it, by the way, on a coney with cheese and hot sauce and onions. Another thing that happened over the weekend I thought was pretty cool is that 76% of Americans believe that Biden should not just consider a black woman for the Supreme Court. 70% of Americans, despite, you know, uh, affirmative action, and there was a time and a place, 76% want Joe Biden to consider all possible nominees, not make a decision based on race or gender. That's nuts, right? So who is he pandering to? Well, obviously black, black people, which honestly, if you are a black person, I would be insulted. That of all the things you could do as the president of the United States, how about, you know, I don't know, uh, getting a black unemployment to the lowest level in recorded history like Donald Trump? How about doing that? How about policies that, that make things like that happen, rather than just, I don't know, promising a bunch of stuff and then, you know, the day after the election, leaving some money on the, on the nightstand and walking on black voters? That's generally what happens. Oh, I'm going to give you this, baby. I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to give you this. And you know all that things that I've done in the past? All of that stuff is behind us right now. All of that Jim Crow, all of that slavery, all of that, uh, you know, great society that destroyed the black family and everything. This time, this election everything is going to be better and all things i'm going to kiss your boo-boos and i'm going to make them all sorts of better in joe biden's case i'm going to smell your hair and and everything's going to be cool then election happens and there's a zenith and there's a uh, climax to the election cycle for lack of a better word and then the day after the democrat party gets up leaves some money on the dresser for the black community and walks out the door 
until midway through the next election cycle. And then it starts all over again. And Joe Biden starts saying that I'm only going to consider a Supreme Court justice if she is check black check female leaving out everybody else everybody else we are a diverse society believe it or not did you realize i don't want i don't want to surprise you here but did you realize that diversity is not just about black people and women it, it is not there are other people too pacific islanders and asians and and uh uh i don't know slovakians i get but they're white people who cares about them uh aboriginals uh, native americans all of that stuff but yeah, 76% of us say no. 23% of respondents said they want, to, want Biden to follow through on his promise. Do you know who those people are? Liberal white women. That's mostly it. Oh, some liberal white men, but they're the ones, they just want to make everything equitable and they want to make things fair. And so they're the ones speaking out for the, uh, for the, the black women to be on the Supreme Court. They're the ones who also got rid of Mrs. Butterworth. Uh, not Mrs. Well, Mrs. Butterworth, she's still there. Uh, Aunt Jemima, because you know, I mean, black people don't like Aunt Jemima. It's, it's racial and everything. And Uncle Ben's rice, we've got to change that. Uh, most black people are like, no, I don't care. I like Uncle Ben's rice. Uncle Ben's cool. You know, Aunt Jemima, she's all right. I'd, I'd love to go to her house for pancakes. And, and Aunt Jemima's family, they said, don't get rid of Aunt Jemima. She's a hero to us. But they did it anyway. Now, don't you think if we were so racist that 95% of Republicans would say we only want a white guy in there? And don't you suppose that 76% of Americans, considering that we are so racist, would want just a white dude in charge? I can't think of a more nakedly obvious statistic to show that we are a diverse country. We have been forever in this whole nonsense about uh, uh, racism and white supremacy and blah, 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 all this stuff is bullcrap. Joe Biden, by the way, this is kind of funny. This is him in Pittsburgh. He started yelling and stuff in Pittsburgh, and he's talking about the price of insulin, and it's, it's way out of control, and you've got to pass legislation for the insulin price to go down. But he actually, in an executive order, stopped inexpensive uh, insulin from being distributed to Americans because it was a Trump policy. Notice you cannot get that money for the insulin. It's like saying, oh, you know, gosh darn it, the, the gas is so darn expensive. And, and uh, you know, people can't afford to fill their tanks. Well, it's your fault that, that we're no longer energy independent. So it's a circuitous way to get to a solution, stepping over the problem. The child may die. In addition to your child, it strips you of your dignity. Ow, 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 grumpy old man. Here we go. Strips you of your dignity. Here we go. In addition to your child. It strips you of your dignity, damn it. Like if somebody assaulted you as an intern on a elevator, you'd be stripped of your dignity. Can you imagine looking at your child? Oh, he's yelling. And you know Ouch. what they need. What do they need? And not be able to do it? Many of you have lost children. Many of you have seen. Imagine. Ouch. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It is. It's outrageous. And uh, insulin and the whole deal, whatever. Uh, Donna Brazil, by the way, and, and uh, we'll move into the Joe Rogan stuff. Here's Donna Brazil saying, again, two weeks in a row, saying Joe Biden is, despite all the miserable numbers that show he's failing epically, she's saying he's doing a good job. So I hope the Republicans reject Donald Trump so that they can move past this moment and we can try to figure out how to bring the country together. You know, Joe Biden's number one priority. What is it? 
is the health, safety, and well-being of the American people. Oh, I thought it was to get extra tapioca pudding at dinner time at the at the home. Which means crime prevention, which means jobs creation, which means making sure that we can go home to safe neighborhoods and have clean drinking water. Okay, what is he? Um, hold on, let's repeat that again because he's done absolutely D word for Richard. Which means jobs creation, which means making sure that we can go home to safe neighborhoods. And yeah, none of that's happening, and the jobs creation actually we're right back to where we were when he when he took office essentially before the pandemic. We are right back to parity, parity, I should say, with regard to jobs in America as we were before the uh, before the pandemic. Uh, we are just replacing the jobs that were lost because of the pandemic. Joe Biden has done nothing to increase the number of jobs in the country. Clean drinking water. I've got clean drinking water. Most people do. He's a good president. He might be at 40 percent or 30 percent, but you know what? What? He's doing everything right. Yeah, that's why he's at 30 percent, because everybody knows he's doing such a great job. Oh, wow. Wow, just wow. Now let's move on to the uh, the meat and potatoes. We got some good stuff here. I want to I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the Trump speech on Saturday. Then we're going to get into the uh, the Joe Rogan thing. Uh, Donald Trump had a speech that was carried on Newsmax and other providers. The numbers were insane as far as streaming numbers are concerned. Streaming on Getter, among other places. Uh, Newsmax streaming on its own site. Newsmax streaming on Facebook. Newsmax streaming on YouTube. Well, they couldn't do it on YouTube because YouTube has banned Trump. But uh, the numbers have been absolutely amazing. The speech was uh, was great. Here is uh, the former president talking about the Ukraine and what he would have done and what Biden is doing to screw it up. Throughout the world, it's always America last. Everyone in Washington is obsessing over how to protect Ukraine's border. But the most important border in the world right now for us is not Ukraine's border. It's America's border, and we do nothing about it but let people come in, and we have no idea who they are. The first duty of the American president is to defend the American border. That is true, actually. And Joe Biden is willing to spill American blood and spend American treasure on the Ukraine border. It's uh, honestly ridiculous. Before our leaders talk about invasions of other countries, they need to stop the invasion of this country. Now, it's kind of interesting that uh, in Canada, they had a 45-mile convoy to go to Ottawa, and we'll talk about that in a few. But uh, oddly enough, outside of the uh, the rally in Conway, Texas, there was a 30-mile line of traffic to see Donald Trump. Uh, here's the former president on taking back the White House in Congress. So to every patriot here today, I ask you to get ready to work, to get ready to fight, and to get ready to win and win like never before. Come on, come on. This is the year we're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate. Come on. We're going to take back America. Yep. And in 2024, we are going to take back that beautiful, beautiful house that happens to be white, <laughs> that is so magnificent, yeah. and that we all love. We are going to take back the White House. Wow, wow. Can you believe that Joe Biden got 81 million votes, uh, considering that uh, Donald Trump could attract, they said 50,000 people, but I've heard people say 70, maybe 100, because the crowd was as far as you could see. Uh, John in Baltimore would like to comment on Joe Biden's anger Friday at the speech in Pittsburgh, where where a, a bridge uh, uh, mysteriously collapsed right before he arrived to talk about infrastructure. John, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Hi. 
Hi, Rob. Uh, this is just a thought on President Biden's frustration um, about insulin and all those things. As he is talking about, you know, these parents not being able to do for their kids, do you imagine there's any part of him that's reflecting on his own parenting experiences with his kids? I mean, let's you, you, face it, his, his son's son has some problems. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's kind of clear. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, certainly, with with regard to Hunter Biden, I mean, uh, you know, you, you, there's only so much you can do when you uh, when you push the kids out of the nest. But at the same time, if you're literally using your son to curry favor and and get money so that uh, you you are accessed, I can't imagine that uh, it would not bleed into other aspects of Hunter's life with regard to uh, you know uh, legality. So yeah, maybe a little bit of that. A little bit of that. I, Go I ahead. I can't help but wonder how much frustration he has over his own perceived failings as a father. I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't speak for the man, but I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Thanks for the call, Joe. Let's go on to uh, uh, Joe Rogan. Let's talk about Joe Rogan. Now, Joe Rogan, um, I was never a big fan of his show. Uh, I saw he got high on air with uh, Elon Musk, and I, it was kind of mildly entertaining and, and whatever. And then he started to kind of, I don't know, talk about other stuff and, and maybe entertain guests that had been banned on YouTube and banned on other on other uh, platforms, including Dr. Robert McAuliffe, um, Peter McAuliffe and, and Robert Malone, I should say, two uh, accredited uh, heart doctor. Um, the other one is a virologist who has actually invented the process of building uh, vaccines, okay, like the, like the COVID vaccine. And they've been blacklisted by the mainstream media, big social media, and certainly the, the Democrat Party, which I've always said shows that they know that these men ha are telling the truth. Now, last week, Neil Young said he was going to remove his uh, music from the platform. Uh, Joni Mitchell came in next. There was one other hippie uh, boomer, you know, from the 60s who said uh, they were going to drop. Oh, oh, and then the uh, Harry and Meghan, by the way, the, uh, the royal couple. They also um, uh, said that they, they reached out to, to uh, uh, Spotify streaming service with concerns. Whenever I, you know, I like to read the UK Daily Mail. Whenever I see an article, actually, any publication where it says Harry and Meghan, I immediately get past. I don't care about them. I don't care about the royal family. Uh, I certainly don't care about this little punk Harry uh, who's never done a thing in his life. And I really don't care about B-list actor Meghan uh, and their marriage together. I, I really, really honestly. So who cares what they have to say? And really, uh, who cares about um, Neil Young unless you're a big Neil Young fan or Joni Mitchell fan? And I know there are a few of you. Anyway, Brogan apparently has kind of said he's going to balance things out. Here's a little bit. This is the setup for his uh, video this weekend on TikTok where he addressed demands to drop him from Spotify. I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles. Or based on uh, censorship by uh, big social media, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party. Disparaging. Um, the podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field in history. But he doesn't toe the line of the WHO and the Democrat Party and the big uh, social media and mainstream media. 
Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccine. Obviously a right-wing lunatic. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion. Yes, but they don't say what the aforementioned triumvirate wants to hear. That's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. Oh, my God, imagine that. Here is uh, Joe Rogan talking about uh, what is now disinformation, but at the time was information. Okay, the mainstream media, big social media, Democrat Party said all of this was true, turned out to be false. I don't think cloth masks work. You would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now, that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. Spotify CEO Daniel Elk on Sunday announced his company will be adding a content advisory warning to podcasts that discuss COVID-19. So you're too stupid to figure it out on your own. This is so socialistic. This is so Democrat. You're so stupid that you need a content warning. And what this is meant to do is drive traffic away and demonize what Joe Rogan is doing. That's what it's all about. It's a content warning saying, hey, he thinks like uh, some other people do, but not the way we think. So we're warning you not to listen to the show. So uh, Joe Rogan appears to be bending a little bit toward the woke crowd who don't like the fact that he interviews people that have been banned everywhere else. (laughs) How could you interview Dr. Robert Malone? How could you do Peter McCall? How could you do that? Everybody has banned them because they don't tow a specific line with regard to COVID. How could you possibly have him on? This is just so ridiculous. Listen to this. Spotify rolled out new restrictions on content that the platform deems, quote, dangerous, deceptive, sensitive, and illegal. Now, if you're in China, uh, the Chinese government would say this about all of free expression that doesn't agree with what comes from the party line. Think about that. This is what China would say about... Taiwan, uh, it's independence, and those who want Taiwan to remain free. They would say that is dangerous, deceptive, sensitive, and illegal. They would also say this thing about, uh, the thing about uh, Hong Kong with regard to uh, the, the freedom of that city. They would deem it dangerous, deceptive, <clears throat> sensitive, and illegal. They do this in North Korea. They do this in Cuba. People go to jail for any content that the government disagrees with that could be considered dangerous, deceptive, sensitive, and illegal. And, of course, this is what a freaking supposed free platform is now saying. 
Hey, it's Carson. Uh, many of you take supplements as I do to maintain and improve health. I've recently found a company that I would consider a diamond in the rough. It's called Amio Life. They have developed a revolutionary line of natural wellness products. I take their probiotic for my gut and their multivitamin, and I'm having workouts like I did in my 30s. My mental sharpness is spot on, and I'm sleeping better. Hundreds of thousands of people take alkaline structured silver along with all of the Amio Life products. Amio Life is a company that has created natural products to support our daily lives that are free of chemicals, fillers, and the things we don't want in our bodies. I believe Amio Life products have really helped me after uh, getting over COVID. Not fun, by the way. Plus, they have a customer service team that really cares, and you'll be amazed by their dedication and support. If you want to enhance your overall wellness, you need to uh, write this number down, okay? It's 800-422-8148. Tell them Rob Carson sent you. You get 20% off now. You can also go to amiolife.com. That's A-M-E-O-Life.com. Use promo code Rob 20 and save 20% on a selection of their amazing products. Let's do this together and make 2022 a very healthy one, shall we? 1-800-422-8148. Mention Rob Carson or amiolife.com. Promo code Rob 20 for amiolife. Pope Francis met with a delegation from Italy's Internal Revenue Service on Monday, praising them for their work and holding up taxation as a necessary tool for redistribution. This is the Pope here, by the way. Certain uh, culture of suspicion can uh, unfortunately extend to those who enforce the laws, yet this fundamental task, because legality protects everyone, is a, sig a guarantee of equality. So he's going to make taxation as a way to uh, make everyone equal. That's what he says. Uh, he says here, uh, taxation is a sign of legality and justice. It must promote the redistribution of wealth, protecting the dignity of the poor and uh, the least who always risk being crushed by the powerful. Taxation, when it is right, is a function of the common good. By the way, it's rarely right in a lot of places. Let us work to increase the culture of the common good so that we, uh, the universal destination of goods is taken seriously. Uh, first and foremost, this is not my pope. I can say that. I've been a Catholic my entire life. This man is not my pope. I reject him as my pope. I know that's very controversial, but honestly, BS. Uh, second of all, if this is the case then I would assume that Pope Francis would encourage the world to get rid of all charitable organizations, every single one of them, because government can take care of everything. So blow up Catholic charities, blow up, uh, you know, the Salvation Army, uh, blow up, you know, everybody in the country who uh, does stuff to help the poor because government is there to redistribute the wealth, and that should be the, the tool. Yeah. Whatever. Honestly, I, yeah. It's hard to hold a candle to JP. You know what I mean? It's just, it's hard to hold a candle to JP. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into uh, uh, truck drivers and how truck drivers are changing. Well, they changed Canada. They're in the middle of it right now as their, uh, <laughs> as their prime minister is in hiding. He's in a remote location because truckers have taken over Ottawa. I, I love it. He's in hiding uh, Justin Trudeau, the ultimate snowflake. <laughs> there's, there's, this, there's this meme going around with Justin Trudeau with his fabulous hair. He's got this wonderful wavy hair. And it says, let's go, Brenda. <laughs> let's go, Brenda. <laughs> That's clearly an insult to transgendered individuals. 
So we're going to get to that very shortly because I think truckers rock. Uh, I have been a fan of truck driving to those who do it for a living for a very long time since I was a, worked at a truck stop in Neola, Iowa as a fry cook at Four Sons Convenience Store throughout high school. Let's go to Greg in uh, Perry Hall, Maryland. He'd like to comment about uh, the Pope and the Catholic yep. Church. Go ahead, my friend. Um, I was raised Catholic, and it just upsets me that, um, you know, the, 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 the president and Nancy say that they're devout Catholics. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what's going on right now? Who runs Rome, the Pope and the Jesuit order? The Jesuits run Loyola College. Mm-hmm. Loyola College says we're black backing Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So, plus the fact that Obama took God off the Democratic platform. So, if mm-hmm. you're a Catholic and you're in the Democratic platform, you ought to leave the Democrats. Yeah, exactly. Hey, thanks for the call there, Greg. Wake up. Rasmussen has done a new survey. Uh, by the National Pulse, con- uh, conducted in January, asked a collective of likely U.S. voters whether they would side with Republicans in Congress who have endorsed articles of impeachment against uh, Joe Biden. Fifty percent of respondents stated they somewhat or strongly support impeaching Biden. The remainder of respondents either stating they were unsure or that they oppose impeaching the current president. Uh, those aged 40 to 65 plus had a slightly stronger support than those 18 to 39. Not a surprise. Almost 50% of white respondents agreed with impeaching vitamin. Uh, vi- vitamin? Vitamin? Dear God, I would not want to take the vitamins Joe Biden is taking because I think they cause memory loss. Uh, impeaching Biden, 50% of black respondents and more than 50% of other racial minorities are in favor of impeachment. Republicans led the chart, 74% uh, supporting Biden impeachment with Democrats and liberal respondents also feeling split. 50 to 50. When broken down by employment, more than half of respondents working for the government supported impeaching Biden. Entrepreneurs, those working for private companies, retired, and individuals in other employment types agreed that Biden should be impeached with the Republicans when the Republicans uh, win a majority of the House of Representatives in 2020. Over 50% of Republicans and Democrats felt it was very likely that Biden would be impeached. Why do people want him impeached? Is it because he had a, uh, a phone call with a Ukrainian president? Is it because uh, he said march peacefully to the Capitol and uh, and you interpret that as burn down the Capitol and kill everybody? No, it's because of his failed immigration policy that has caused two million people to stream across the border illegally and be uh, disseminated throughout the United States on airplanes in the middle of the night. And also the failed uh, uh, exit from uh, Afghanistan. So little more uh, fact-based than the impeachments of uh, Donald Trump, which did a face plant. Uh, CNN thinks that if you uh, check out Joe Rogan's show, you are a robe. You are an unenlightened moron. But that's what CNN says about everybody who disagrees with what they have to say. And this is what liberals say. They like to think they're really smart, and they're really smarter than you. But honestly, they're, they're some of the most uninformed people you can imagine. Uh, Justice Sotomayor, as a prime example, uh, intellectual elite, doesn't really know much of anything outside of that. This is uh, Oliver Darcy speaking with Brian Stelter. And you'll also hear from Kat Rosenfield uh, about people who listen to Rugen. 
don't necessarily believe it to be bad information. So uh, there was an analogy drawn between Doritos and Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, people know that Doritos are not necessarily good for them. Uh, that you're not going to find a nutritional expert who says, you know, you should eat a lot of Doritos. God, I love Doritos. Oh, my God. I tried to do a limited incursion into a bag of Doritos over the weekend. Uh, it didn't go uh, as well as planned. But there are a lot of people who listen to Joe Rogan's podcast who believe that he's actually the, the truth teller. They, they believe the opposite. That, that Joe Well, they certainly don't believe you guys are because your ratings, uh, they really are terrible. Rogan is good for an informational diet. And I think that's what's so important is that the people who are listening to him don't believe it to be bad information. So it, it's difficult, I guess, for them well, to it's make... Not, it's not bad information. It's just something you disagree with. You you tool that uh that choice that good choice you're not even a good tool you're not even a tool that people would use you're that tool you're like that star-shaped uh you know allen wrench that you you got with the ikea furniture you're never going to use it again uh, uh of uh consuming information when they they think that the 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 podcast hosting people with anti-vaccine rhetoric is really the uh the truth-telling podcast it's not anti-vaccine rhetoric. It's anti-vaccine mandate rhetoric. Kat, you made the Doritos reference. I, I rather liked it. What do you say to Oliver? Um, I mean, I think that it just ultimately comes down to the question of how do you want to... My show is the, uh, the ranch dip uh, associated with the Doritos. There you go. I'm just that's if Joe Rogan is the Dorito that I'm the ranch dip. Solve this, you know, and that's sort of where the analogy. Yeah, you're a dip. <laughs> okay. Comes in, you know. Here's people who, you know, they like something that we, you know, who consider ourselves more enlightened, don't think is good for them. Um, uh, those listen, listen to what she just said. She said those of us who consider ourselves more enlightened. Listen to this. Comes in, you know. Here's people who, you know, they like something that we, you know, who consider ourselves more enlightened, don't think is good for. Wow, them. that's that's the money shot right there that's what liberals think of themselves versus you right there solve this you know and that's sort of where the analogy comes in you know here's people who you know they like something that we you know who consider ourselves more enlightened don't think is good for them oh god that's fantastic that's the modus operandi of the democrat party People like something that's not good for them, but we who consider ourselves more enlightened know what's better for you. That is so unbelievably fantastic. That is just the perfect metaphor for Democrats on the left. Way to go, Kat Rosenfield. Um, you know, we think that they're internalizing this misinformation, that they're using it to make bad decisions. Um, well, thank God you're there for us to make right decisions for us. But if you took away Joe Rogan by deplatforming him, just as if you, you know, took away Doritos, would they seek out better information? Would they seek out? You'll pry my Doritos out of my cold dead hands. Oh, you know, like a podcast like New York Times The Daily or, you know, would they start reading The Wall Street Journal? I don't know. I, I think uh, the, Wall, the Wall Street Journal is more enlightened, you see. And NPR is very enlightened and very boring. That that's sort of the fundamental question here. Wow. I wish I were as smart as you. Oh, you know, I would actually put up my IQ against uh, these people any day. I'm not a genius, but I know I'm at least as smart as Madonna. I did one of those online IQ tests, and it showed I uh, yeah, did pretty well. Did pretty well. All right. Oh, this is in Ottawa. Ottawa over the weekend. This is Ottawa, okay? It's kind of like a Trump rally, about the same size as a Trump rally, but in Ottawa. Here they are singing the Canadian National Anthem. Oh! 
There's a few more people than were at uh, the Biden rallies. It would be kind of like uh, uh, if you heard the national anthem sung by the uh, cast of Office Space when they were singing Happy Birthday. Remember that? It's like just Happy Birthday. Ten people versus this. need to annex Canada once and for all. Make them a part of our... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, I honestly am. Right now, I am prouder of the country of Canada than I've ever been in my life. Nothing against Canada. I, I've never had anything against Canada. But I really love this. <laughs> listen to all those rubes. All of those rubes who probably listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. All of those uninformed, unintelligent rubes driving their trucks, uh, protesting the vaccine. No, no, they're, they're protesting the mandate that keeps uh, unvaccinated truckers from crossing the border into the United States. And that means like 35,000 individual truckers and vehicles. And also, that would keep truckers from the United States going to Canada if they're unvaxxed. Same way for Mexico. That's what they're doing. And uh, I think they're great for doing it. So I got a lot of audio on it. And guess what? This little uh, protest ain't ending anytime soon in Ottawa. And it's coming to America. Ka-boom. I love it. And, of course, the mainstream media thinks the truckers are all stupid and, you know, all that stuff. So... Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.